This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. The Buck Sexton Show. You are entering the Blaze Threat Ops Center. This is a secure space. All outside comms are down. Prepare to receive the Buck Brief. It is day three of the battle for Mosul. We're joined by Jim Reese, who's the founder and chairman of Tiger Swan and a former Delta Force operator, to talk to us now about what's going on over there. Jim, great to have you. Buck, how you doing today? Are we listening to any Nickelback today? Uh, Nickelback? (laughs) (laughs) How how did you hack into my Spotify playlist, Jim? We'll we'll have to talk about this another time. So uh, so you were just just in Iraq, right? Yes, sir, I was. Yeah, I was. Uh, what's, uh, tell me, tell me what you were able to pick up from, from being over there on the ground. Yeah, well, it's, it's a very exciting time for the Iraqis, as you can imagine. Um, unfortunately, everyone around the world continues to show a negative piece at this, but I, what I see from a positive standpoint with the entire coalition, the anti-DICE coalition is, is right now the Iraqis are attacking, you know, their second largest city in Mosul with a coalition of Shia, Sunni, and Kurds. Uh, with with the Western coalition forces helping them synchronize this piece. And, you know, if you really stop and look at it, it's very exciting for the Iraqis. they got the Kurds from the north, and, uh, and this is going to be a sluggish battle. And I'm calling this kind of the modern-day Stalingrad, but I think it's a great, great day for the Iraqis. And I think six to nine months from now, it's going to be a, a, a great defeat for Daesh. Now, I know you've got a senior Iraqi general, according to the Associated Press here, who's been calling on ISIS or Daesh fighters uh, to lay down their arms and give up. I think all expectations are that that's not going to happen. There's some pretty uh, brutal footage that's been making the rounds from CNN and, and other news outlets of suicide bombers who clearly they, they could give up, but they'd rather you know hit the plunger and, and detonate the vest. Uh, this fight is going to be nasty. It's going to continue on for a matter of weeks at a minimum. Are the Iraqi forces, you think, up to up to the task, Jim? I mean, you're somebody who would really know. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I sat there last year and, and spent a, you know a month and a half of them during the Battle of Tikrit, which really took four or five months. You've watched what's going on at El Ambar, and, and you've been talking about it for the last several months. Yes, the Iraqis are up for it. Is it going to be weeks? No, it's going to be months. Uh, but like you said, it would be great if if ISIS would just lay down their arms. But where are these guys going to go if they lay down their arms? Where are they going to go? They're going to get you know put into prison and by the Iraqis. And most of these folks are not even from the region. They're foreign fighters, so they're going out with a bang. So it's going to be a slugfest, like you said. 
what, what's morale like among uh, Kurdish Peshmerga and, and Iraqi Iraqi army forces coming up from Baghdad? I mean, do, do they feel like there's a, a certain sense of, of camaraderie between their forces? And also, is there a sense of, of payback against the Islamic State here? I mean, what were you able to pick up from your discussions with, uh, you know, ISF, Iraqi security forces? Well, it's exciting. You know, and I've got a couple of guys, you know, we, we were going back and forth as I was coming from the south. And I've got a couple of our Tiger Swan folks up in Erbil and, you know, even in Kurdistan, the buzz, everyone's excited. And I think what they're excited about, again, is, is the Iraqi people. You know, we, we turn this into this whole thing about, oh, the Sea, the Sunni, the Kurds. These are the Iraqis. They're, they're, they're putting these, this religion aspect to the side. And what they're really excited about now is they've got their Western partners that have been doing this now for years with them, left them for a little bit. But they're back uh, with the JTACs and the coordination and the communication, um, you know, surgical bombing, AC-130. Boy, they're excited. And this is, uh, you know, not, not, to put, not to put this type of aspect into, you know, into a sporting, but this is Monday night football for them. And they're excited. I mean, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be bloody. Uh, but they're excited, and, and they're looking to, to really close Daesh out of, of, of Mosul and get their get their country back. Now, U.S. Uh, spec ops forces are on the front lines here. As you said, they're, they're helping with, you know, you've got, you've got uh, air combat controllers helping with airstrikes. You've got people who are uh, assisting on the intel side of things, and I'm sure doing some other secret squirrel stuff that uh, we'll just sort of leave out in the ether. Uh, is this sort of a return, in a sense, or is this a replay of the model used by special operations to get rid of the uh, Taliban in Afghanistan with airstrikes, some ground support. But, you know, how, how do you view is, – is this what we can expect not just for this but for other uh, conflicts perhaps in Syria next door and other places where the Islamic State exists using indigenous forces as the main ground force, U.S. combat enablers and assistants and intel personnel and airstrikes? Is, is this the formula now? It is. And, and, Buck, you've been there. You've been on the ground. You know it is. The American people aren't going to go with 150,000 conventional forces anymore. But ours, you know, and, and I'll use this generally, our, the coalition West Special Operation Forces, the U.S., the Brits, the Australians, uh, the French, they've got some, as you know, along with the intelligence communities, very, very capable aspects that are out there. And you know, when you when you take a 10 man special forces team and you put them with an Iraqi battalion with their communications, their JTACs, their ISR, you know, those that the the, um, the eyes in the sky, boy, that brings a combat multiplier. And again, an excitement to the indigenous force to know that the greatest military power is standing behind them and in support of them. It really gives them a, a sense of, a, of a, a posture. And yes, this will continue on into Syria. And I believe it's what we need to do as a nation, uh, you know, to continue this anti anti ISIS destruction. I mean, just to give uh, folks listening without a military background some sense. I mean, part of the advantage here, uh, you, you meant, you know, you mentioned uh, an SF team embedded with an, with an Iraqi battalion, but but if there's say a a dug in ISIS fighting position in Mosul, and you know, and they, we've we've been reading about tunnel networks, they've obviously got IEDs up the wazoo all over the place. They've been preparing for this for a long time. But without U.S. support, a dug-in fighting position could mean the Iraqis have to take pretty heavy casualties and, you know, they're just essentially assaulting this thing old school with U.S. Combat, air combat controllers and air power 
they can turn that they can turn that hardened fighting outpost into rubble and move on down to the next street, right? So I mean, there's an essential combat advantage that's provided to these Iraqi ground forces by a limited U.S. presence. There's absolutely. I mean, we learned this very early on in Iraq ourselves. You know, why do pickets charge? Hey, diddle diddle, right up the middle. When you can isolate, you know, like you said, you've got a bunker system. Isolate it. Bring in an AC-130. Bring in a JDAM because you have a JTAC over here with a laser who can literally put that laser right on the opening, boom, and it's gone. And then you walk on to the next one. So it really does. It, 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 it helps the confidence of the soldiers on the ground, but then you're not putting those soldiers literally in harm's way because you've got this great Air Force above you. And, and remember, the Iraqis have worked very diligently now with their Air Force, with their, with their uh, helicopter gunships. So um, it's, it's very exciting to watch. And, boy, this is a year and a half coming. But I think the also thing is the Americans have got it, the people out there listening to you have got to realize is we've got some young, hard-charging generals out there, Steve Townsend, Mike Garrett, um, guys have been doing this for a long time, and they're motivated to help the Iraqis take down Mosul. Why has it taken 18 months? Out of curiosity, I mean, it seems like, you know, if I had sat, if I had sat you down, Jim, with a number of generals over a year ago, this would seem to have been the plan, right? U.S., uh, some U.S. special operations embedded with Iraqi forces. Was it just the logistical hurdles and challenges of getting the Iraqi forces up to speed, getting them in a place where they were able to do this. But why, why the delay? I think a lot of people would wonder, you know, it's, it's while this is a, a very positive development, I've said that here on the show and you're saying it now and you were just over there in Iraq. It seems like it's taken a long time for us to get to this place or it's taking the Iraqis a long time to get to this place. Is it just because of the, the massive, uh, logistical and strategic challenges of getting the forces arrayed necessary to take back a major city? It does. And, you know, but the other piece, too, is there's a huge geopolitical aspect that, unfortunately, we all have to we all have to work in and understand. It's not just throwing on, you know, special ops on your on your on your TV and, and, and playing that game and and winning. The geopolitical side is very critical. I mean, as you know, Buck, you've watched this for years. You know, you got the Turks, you've got the Iraqis and the Turks starting to butt heads a little bit. You've got the Iraqi Kurds caught in the middle. You've got Syria. You've got the Russians now saying, don't push ISIS into Syria. Uh, so the geopolitical piece is, it's tough. Yep, it's very easy to, to fire back at the politicians all the time, um, mostly because I think a lot of them don't know what to do. You know, they've never been trained in this aspect. Um, but yes, there's a logistical piece for this also. The Iraqis don't have the ability to fight in two different directions. So they made the determination last summer after Tikrit to go west you know, to, to really seal off the Euphrates River Valley up to Raqqa. And what I really believe is happening is we're setting up this next phase, which is the destruction of, of ISIS, Daesh, inside of Syria, because we've got the, the, the Euphrates River Valley going out to the western of Syria. At the end of that is Raqqa. We come back around. We've got Mosul. We push that out. You've already got forces coming from the, coming from the north, from Kobani and places up there. And then it's really the geopolitical, how do we keep the Russians and the Syrians from affecting this? And again, you know, just as well as I do, that will become an interesting um, battle of words over the next year or two. Yeah, well, the, the big difference all along has been while the Iraqi ground forces as a partner in, in destroying the Islamic State or 
really as as the prime mover in that on Iraqi soil, at least you've had that ground force there, right? It, it's it's needed some tweaks, it's needed training and and capability upgrades, but now we're seeing that unleashed against the Islamic State. On the Syrian side, uh, we got some we've got some Kurdish militias, which makes the Turks very uneasy. So if we were to replicate the if we're tr- if if the U.S. was to try to replicate the Mosul model for Raqqa, for example, there are some challenges that would immediately come up with that, aren't there? Well, there is, and we're we're already seeing it. Um, you know, with the with the YPG, you know, the Turks are not happy about us being uh, integrated with them. You know, they think they're a terrorist organization. So when you start getting up at this strategic level, it is a dance, um, and it's a difficult dance. And, you know, what sides are you playing with? And, and again, I've been saying for, for several months now is I think the big coalition we have to be very careful about is a coalition of Turkey and Russia. You know, Turkey's our native partner, but they're not happy. They're not happy with us. And a coalition of Russia and Turkey could be devastating in Syria for us and for the world that we just continue to be in this ugly OODA loop of, of, of distress inside Syria. How long do you think it is before we see, and I, I know I'm asking you to tell us the future here, Jim, but how, is, it, is it a year plus out before there's a real push to retake Raqqa? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at probably minimum six months um, into, into Mosul. So, you know, let's call it the first quarter of, of 2017. And then you got, you know, you, you got to get real set. Now, the Iraqis, it's not going to be the Iraqis because, you know, I don't believe the Iraqis are going to cross the international borders uh, into Raqqa, but they're going to push out there and they're going to, you know, they're going to do clearing operations all the way up the Euphrates River Valley out to their west, out to Talafar, you know, which, you know, we got Americans uh, that were killed out there for all those years. And then it's going to really be is what is the decision point to go after Raqqa in those areas along the Euphrates River Valley up north in Syria? And who are those forces? The Turks want to play. They don't want to play with the, you know, with the with the Kurdish Syrian forces. So that will be the next challenge for, you know, our yeah. State Department. And, and do the Iraqis allow Nineveh Nineveh province to be used as a sort of forward staging area yep. for anti-ISIS operations into Syria, which could get messy real fast? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I believe they will. I believe they will. But again, it'll be uh, it'll be it'll be a dance for our State Department and intelligence folks. Jim Reese is the founder and chairman of Tiger Swan. He's a former Delta operator. Jim, thank you for your time, for your service, and for your call, sir. Always great to talk to you. You too, Buck. You guys have a great day. Thanks for your service. The Buck Sexton Show. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.